Welcome to The Real Deal with Rhonda, a real estate podcast where we are committed to providing you with real insight into the Atlanta real estate market by sharing timely and relevant information that will equip you to be a better buyer and seller. This week on the show, Gene and Rhonda talk all about home improvements and how you can best increase the value of your home and get the best return on your investment. This is The Real Deal with Rhonda. Welcome back to The Real Deal with Rhonda podcast. My name is Jean, and we are back in the studio today with Rhonda. If you guys have been tuning in, we have been talking a lot about the current real estate boom and how 2020 actually made us all take a closer look at not only where we're living, but how we are living, because so many of us then and even now are still living and working from home. And not only did that contribute to the current real estate boom in terms of sales, but also to the huge rise in renovation projects. So so today we are talking with Rhonda about the most popular home improvement projects and their return on investments. So Rhonda, tell us what you're seeing in the market. Yes, thank you, Jean. You know, we, we have been talking about the seller's market and just the rise in home sales, a lack of inventory <clears throat> and um that's all been great, but we've also seen there's been a 58% increase in projects for home renovation wow. professionals in the last year. So what that tells us is not only are um, buyers in the market looking to move, we have so many, one of the reasons we've had this strong seller's market is so many people are choosing not to move, right. but yet invest in their home. And so to your point, you know, we all sat around our houses for a year looking around going, well, gosh, you know, <laughs> we can make this better. You right. know, we were all on the treadmill going as fast as we could, rarely ever home. And now that we've been home, mm-hmm. we're realizing the importance of home. Yeah, We're realizing that we want our spaces to not only be beautiful, but more functional. Right. And so that has um, just really pushed the renovation market um, to levels we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I, you know, we frequently get questions from clients about renovation projects. And sometimes it's what do we need to do? What do we need to renovate in order to sell our home for top right. dollar? And we've had those conversations on this show before. But sometimes it's just, hey, Rhonda, you know, we're thinking about doing X. We're going to be here for a while. You know, what do you think? What's the return on our investment? And so, first of all, I love that we get those questions. Right. I love that our clients see us as their trusted advisor for all things real estate. Even not buying and selling. Yes, but it's yes. Such a, it's a small world. If you're working in real estate, you know the renovation teams. and Yes, we have all the vendors, the builders, the contractors to do all of these things. And I just love that our clients trust us right. um, to offer that advice. You know, So whether you're moving next year, two years, five years, 10 years from now, or never, we love to partner with our clients Absolutely. and just have these conversations about what we're seeing Um in the market. And so uh, that's actually one of the first questions, you know, when someone asks me about, well, you know, should we do this or should we do that? Or if we have X dollars to spend, Mm -hmm. where should we put it? One of the first questions I'll ask besides, you know, their personal needs is how long do you plan to be in the home? You know, another year, two years, five years, 10 years, is this your forever home? Because those, you know, sometimes depending on the scope of the project, and we'll talk more numbers in in just a little bit, you know, if you're just changing out countertops in the kitchen, that's easy. But if you're talking about a major addition, major outdoor living spaces, um, we, we want to think about 
not only the return on your investment when it comes time to sell, but how long will you get to enjoy that right. investment? Because not only if you are only going to be there for two years, but your project's going to take about a year, you're not going <laughs> to get to enjoy it very much. And then I'm sure that when people are trying to choose which, you know, which textiles and, and products and things that they want to trade out, it also matters when you're planning to sell because you might want to do something that is on trend now and looks like it will be for a while rather than if you're going to be there for another 10 years. It's like, well, then do what you want, yes, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, all excellent points. And, you know, what you said, do what you want. And that I, I tell you, unless you're you are doing renovations to sell now. Right. Do what you love. It's your home. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. Real estate is such a unique um, category of financial investment because it is a huge financial investment. Right. But it's also an, an emotional investment. It's our home. It's mm-hmm. where we live. And, you know, like we said at the beginning, it, it, that idea of home has has evolved to something that's really right. important um, to most of us. So <clears throat> um, doing what you love is important and and recognizing that Styles do change, right? You know, we, you know, we we always say just wait. You know, if you don't like it, wait. Every about every seven to ten years, um, styles and home design and home decor change, and and oftentimes they change dramatically in the opposite direction. Right? You know, we always joke it's a conspiracy <laughs> to keep all the vendors in business. Um, but you know, you look if you go back, say to two thousand and five, mm-hmm. six. We you know we had a building boom in Atlanta. Um, everything was sort of a European style, right? Lots of oil rub bronze and darker woods and beautiful stone, and everybody loved it. We had whole neighborhoods built around that theme, right? And then came, you know, I guess too much HGTV and <laughs> Joanna Gaines, and suddenly ship lap. <laughs> we you were... <laughs> get a ship lap. You, you get a ship lap. <laughs> Everybody gets, gets a, a shiplap, ship which shiplap is lovely. It is lovely. Um, but when you look at those two, I mean, that's a perfect example of we went from heavy dark stone mm-hmm. to shiplap, sure. urban farmhouse. Everything's white and gray. Absolutely. And that lasted for a number of years and I think is still here to stay. But now we're seeing the shift to more modern, um, ultra modern glam. We're seeing gold come back. We're seeing um, color, which is so right. exciting to see. I love the white and grays, but the, it's so fun to see color and right. it's um, it's ever evolving. And so, um, if you know if you're going to be in the house for a while, do what you love. If you're going to be selling in the next year or two, we definitely want to think about you know what are some things that we can do that. Um, that you love and that will you can enjoy in the time that you're there, but that also has broad appeal. Yeah, because if if part of the goal is that you're doing the renovation for the sake of selling the house, if that if that's more of the motivation, then it's kind of trying to make your choices based on the new buyer, having them in mind with your choices. Like you said, what has the most broad appeal? What's still going to be on trend in a year? Because you don't want to put in all new flooring and all new countertops based on like one specific trend. And then it's yes. way off when it comes time to sell. Yes. And I, you know, unless you have, you know, disposable income, sure. <laughs> just, you know, to change things all the time. I, my favorite interior designers and architects are ones who um, think the way that I think is, you know, when you're talking about the high ticket items in your home, let's try and go timeless. You know, right. you can always put your 
personality and current trends that you're excited about into things that are less expensive. Simply, you know, paint color. Right. You know, one of the things I'm seeing right now that I love is the really darker studies, you know, the Mm -hmm. dark grays, dark blues with some really cool lighting and woodwork. That is a beautiful way to do something on trend, but, you know, it's still... It's still it can be and, right, and it can be changed back if you needed it to. Like paint is a lot cheaper yes. <laughs> than than a whole new floor or a whole new or, ceiling or yes, something. So or, yes, absolutely. And so all that being said, we you know we we have we have seen this increase in home renovation projects, and the we've talked about this before. One of the we'll talk about some of the most popular mm-hmm. ones that we're seeing right. in the return on the investment. And I'll start by saying one misconception that we see sometimes is that we get a dollar for dollar return right on our home improvement projects. So, you know, I'm going to spend $50,000 or $100,000 renovating my mm-hmm. kitchen. Um, and now my home is worth that exact amount more. Right. more. And that is not the case. And there's plenty, you know, if you just Google, you know, ROI on home renovation projects, you'll see that, um, it's never 100%. Right. Will it help your home sell for more money and faster than all of the competition that doesn't have similar updates right. and renovations? Absolutely. But it's not a dollar for dollar return. So that's important to know mm-hmm. before you invest significant money in improvements. If you're doing it with the hopes of getting more money when you sell your home, just know that it's it will help, but it's not a dollar for dollar for return. And right. we'll go into some of the specifics. Yeah. The value isn't just in the monetary value. Right. It's in the enjoyment that you get. That you'll enjoy and then and that your house will also probably spend less time sitting on the market. Yeah. With with some of these updates if your home needs it. Yes, that's right. Um so some of the most popular renovations we're seeing in the greatest return on your investments, you know, I just mentioned kitchen. That right. kitchens just remain Number one, absolutely. Um, it, kitchens and master baths. Yes. Um, so you know, depending on the size of your home and um, the scope of the project, um, in some cases, you know, if we're renovating to sell a kitchen, we can simply do things like replacing countertops, replacing tile backsplash, changing out door handles, and we're good to go right. to market and get a significant improvement um, in terms of price and time on the market. Um, if we're gutting the kitchen and reconfiguring spaces, you know, that, you know, it can, it can turn into a hundred thousand dollars and get pricey. It can can get there. Um, I would say the average kitchen renovation can be, you know, 25 to $50,000, depending on what we're doing. Right. And kitchens will generally, you know, it's different in different regions and different markets and different price points. But generally speaking for a kitchen renovation project, you're looking at about a 75% return. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a good one. And then same thing with master bath. It's master baths are almost the same kind of thing. You know, you can go in and replace countertops. Right. Uh, you can even paint cabinets, maybe replace some lighting, mm-hmm. just simply replacing lighting. It doesn't have right. to be expensive the lighting. Fixtures. Just, you know, going to Home Depot or Lowe's and, you know, updating your fixtures can have yeah, a tremendous impact. Yeah, those small impact. updates because it's such a different feel. It, like it can feel so updated with something small. Do you think that this is that these two spaces in a home have the greater return because it's where the owners spend most of their time? That's probably true. Yeah, just because you can't yeah. avoid eating 
and you know, <laughs> right? It's your bathroom, right? So, right? It, yeah, you're gonna see it so often, yes. and then obviously, it's where we like, spend a lot of time when you have people to your home. You're usually gonna spend most of your time Everybody also in the kitchen. Hangs out in the kitchen. That's right. Yep. It's fine. The nice thing I've noticed is that kitchens are starting to become a community space again, yes. and as people do renovate and open up their kitchens because some of the older designs are kind of closed off and it's not very functional to be a space that is a communal space. And what I'm what I've seen in a lot of these updated kitchens is this big open look and yes. there's a big island that people can congregate around. Yes. And it seems like that's the trend seems to be going in that direction. Absolutely. Of like, we're yes. trying to make this feel like a community space again, which feels very inviting as a buyer to look at a home and be like, oh, I can see us all being in this Gathering. space together. Yes. And we had already been trending that way. But right. um, in the last year is definitely, you know, more people are at home at the same time. We're having, cooking more too. Cooking more Because you home. can't go out to restaurants. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. And um, so having that space where, you know, I've been in some beautiful homes in my day and large homes and in, you know what happens. Inevitably, where does everybody end up? Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you have all these beautiful living rooms and keeping rooms and everybody ends up around the, the island. Right. So maybe this is why we all want beautiful kitchen islands and why. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> right. Is there a room in a house you would ever tell someone not to renovate? I don't know about not to renovate, but, you know, we all know there's there's two trends. Well, one is completely dead and the other one is on its way out, but okay. we can't seem to get rid of it. One, of course, is the formal living room. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, no one, you know, back in our grandmother's day where, you know, you had company over right. and you sat properly in the formal Sitting living room, in the formal living yeah. room with your legs crossed <laughs> right. and a cup of tea. Well, we just don't live like that anymore. We're right. a much more casual society. We've got kids running around. And, you know, remember grandmother had the sofa that... You could you could look look at, but you could you can, sit yeah, on it. Maybe just, it even had plastic on it. Who yes. knows? <laughs> Who knows? Right. So living rooms are out. Um, you know that I like you were mentioning that if you go into any new construction home, most of them will have kitchen, a breakfast room, family room, or keeping room, kind of all open yes. together. So keeping rooms have replaced. The, the formal living room. Mm-hmm. So it's an extension of the kitchen. You know, some you have s- someone cooking in the kitchen. You have some people lounging around, right. maybe sitting by the fire, watching TV, looking at their iPhone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Teenagers. Um, but the other one besides the living room would be the formal dining room. That's what I was going to say. Yes. I don't I don't see as many formal dining rooms. It's interesting because when I talk to clients, especially those that are thinking about building, mm-hmm. you know, there's this initial conversation about, do we give up the formal dining room and what would that look like? Right. I don't think we're quite there yet. In Be- like a new build? In a new, yeah. Because right. it's like, well, we use it at Thanksgiving and <laughs> Christmas and you know, right. Hanukkah. And, but Twice a year, yeah. that room will get used. Yes. Anyway, so we're not quite ready to give it up, but we are seeing them trend towards more casual spaces. Right. And they're being, you know, if they're furnished more casually, then they tend to be used that on makes a regular sense. basis rather yeah. than only for formal events. And mm-hmm. so um, anyway, um, the other so we talked about kitchens. That's about a 75% return. The, the bathrooms, especially 
um, the primary bathroom, you, that's typically, you know, that can be a fifteen to $30,000 project. You'll get about a 70% return yeah. um, on those. Uh, it just came out that one of, of the top 12 projects that had the highest return on the investment this year, 11 of those were exterior projects. Interesting. Yes. And so, you know, while kitchen and, and primary baths remain, you know. Like a staple. Kind of the staple of, of home renovations, 11 of the 12 projects in the last year, they are saying give the highest return on investments. And that matches up with what we're seeing anecdotally yes. in the market. That makes so much sense. Yes. So things like pools. You know, mm-hmm. there was a season when pools didn't necessarily add value to a home. I mean, I remember appraisers not giving additional value for well, the home because it's not of the cheap pool. to maintain a pool. Yeah, and not everybody wanted them. And, right. and particularly in um, Atlanta where we have a lot of people belong to country clubs. Mm-hmm. We have these swim tennis communities. There's the neighborhood pool. So why would we bother with the maintenance and upkeep of our own pool? Right. That has shifted 180 degrees. Of course. Um, in fact, over a million dollars, you almost need to have a pool right now. And since the pandemic, Home, you know, we've been talking a lot about the multiple offers and strong mm-hmm. buyer sellers market. If you track the the trends of how quickly homes are selling, how many offers there are on each property, the ones with the pools always go first. They always have the most amount of offers, and they yep. always get bid up significantly over the asking price. So pools makes, are the hot ticket. Yeah, right now. it makes so much sense. After a year of not really being able to go anywhere. The idea of not having to and being able to still have your own oasis and space, a place that you can kind of do everything. I can go out to my beautiful backyard with my pool or my hot tub and my lounging area and my bulb lights everywhere. Now you don't have to go anywhere. And even though the world's opening back up and you could go somewhere, I think it's that, that ease. Like people are more looking for that ease to be right out their back door. That's right. Yeah. I mean, even it's and it's not just a weekend or a holiday thing. You know, you you've had a long day at yeah, school. Yeah, long or work. life. <laughs> I think the last year was ten years long. We're all tired. We're tired. We just want to go lounge by our pool in right. the backyard at the end of the day. Um, so pools pools remain um, wow very much in demand, and I think we'll continue um, to see a strong return on investment there. Yeah. Um, and then you know the other outdoor living spaces like. Um, Outdoor fireplaces, mm-hmm. lanai's, outdoor kitchens. You know, you mentioned earlier cooking from home, and right. so you know, if we can go outside and use the Change big green egg or <laughs> yeah. the smoker or what have you, so all of those outdoor living projects are in high demand right now. If wow. you call any vendor who does those kinds of projects, you know, they're they're weeks and weeks out. Um, in fact, I would say, you know, any mid-sized project, really any size project right now by um, any construction firm, architect, interior designer, you know, you're probably eight to 12 weeks out. Wow. Definitely for starting in some way, in some, a lot of cases, actually, you're, you're probably three to four weeks before you even have a consultation. So wow. if you've been thinking about <laughs> it, don't wait. Yeah, now is the time. Now is the time to, to get, uh, you know, at least get your consultation done. Um Screen porches off of, you mm-hmm. know, instead of just having a back deck, having a really nice um, screen porch with right. vaulted beam ceilings, outdoor fireplace. Yes. All of those things are super, super popular. And I think 
um, we'll continue to see a strong return on investment on those. Wow. What else are you seeing as far as um, investments that people are making into into less conventional, you know, areas of their house that are adding value when it comes time to sell? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we continue to see things like um, home theaters, home gyms, um, you know, dual offices, at least two offices. You know, mm-hmm. we had one study now. Everybody wants at least two, right? Uh, if not more areas for, you know, if you have mom, dad, plus, you know, a couple of children that need a space to work. Right. Um the the interesting thing about the home theater for for a period of time, you know, going back to that 2005, 2006, we would see the closed off home theaters that, mm-hmm. you know, almost, you know, give you that you're at the movies yes. experience with the theater chairs and the big screen and it's closed off and surround sound and all of that. We're actually seeing a little bit of a shift away from that. OK. Um, going back to wanting to be together, you know, right. people have realized, well, gosh, if we're if, if we have a bunch of people over for, you know the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If you're in the home theater, you're watching the game, you're closed off from the people just sort of who right. aren't that interested in football. <laughs> right. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> so we're still seeing home theaters and, you know, all of the, the latest technology that goes along with that, but a more open space, you know, right. maybe with barn doors where it can be closed off if you want it to be closed off, but open right. if you want to Almost have more flow. like a a mixed use of like a big bonus room that kind of gets converted into a big open space that can hold a lot of people yeah so that you could have more community that's right community yes. keyword yes community <laughs> yes um home gyms super popular mm-hmm. yeah find having a space um particularly on the lower level on the terrace level with a window that you can you know hop yeah. on your peloton and look out at your beautiful backyard right. and i i <laughs> I'm just not sure, just from a psychological perspective, that just because things are opening back up, that people are ready to go back to normal. And I don't think that everything will go back to normal because some things people prefer this way, you know. So this might be going on for a while where, you know, whether it's social anxiety that everyone (laughs) developed in 2020 or just this preference to be like, I actually like that it's kind of all right here and that this is what people are going to yeah. want in from their homes for a long time to come. Yeah, I agree. Like home is it's pretty cool to hang out at home. We don't have to feel like we're on the go all the time. You know, international travel still, you know, we're a long way from people traveling internationally right. at, at, to the degree that we did pre-pandemic. Um, and, you know, that combined with just it, it's cool to be home. With yeah. your people. <laughs> I have a question. We got we got this question um, from someone asking about their roof. And yes. that's a little less exciting than, <laughs> than redoing your kitchen right. and a little less exciting than marble countertops. But is there what is the return on investment in replacing your roof if you're planning to sell the home? Yes. So, you know, talking about, you know, the renovations to sell, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're planning to sell your home in the near future, um, the two things that we talk about all the time are paint and flooring. Right. You know, from an aesthetic standpoint, paint and new flooring can go a, a long, long way. way. And then we'll stage it and look amazing. And Obviously. It's all good. Um, after the aesthetic part, you know, after someone falls in love with your home and they think that they're ready to make an offer or they do make an offer and they have the home inspection um, a roof is, you know, that's the big ticket item, Yeah, you know, depending on the size and price point of the home, you know, that's a, you know, that can be 
$15,000 upwards of $50,000, you know, to, to it for an older roof. So right. if you have a roof, and we're talking about, you know, general shingles, you know, we're not talking about slate or right. things like that. But, um, you know, if it's over 15 years old, chances are, you know, it, it's probably getting ready to be, you know, at the end of its life. And so a good idea is always to have, you know, if there's a hailstorm in Atlanta, call your insurance company, have your roof checked out. And um, that's a good thing to take a look at before you okay. put your house on the market. Again, not not a sexy improvement, <laughs> but it can end up costing you money. That's the you know that's a big ticket item, and that's something that prospective buyers would definitely right cause them to pause or you know either want it replaced or want some sort of concession for a roof that's at its end of its life. And right. there's different styles of roof. There's different you know, but that's you know definitely something to take a look at. And we have wonderful um, roofing contractors that are always happy to come out, inspect your roof, and give you their opinion. Sometimes it's just a matter of some minor repairs. Sure. Um, but it's just one of those things that most of us don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not climbing up on our roof, checking it out every day. Right. And we certainly don't enjoy spending the money on it, but it is something that can get in the way of a sale. Or you sell your house for one price, have an inspection, and then get hit with a large Right. Request or a renegotiation mm-hmm. um, during the inspection period. Your, the profit you could have you made. You thought you, yeah, you thought you would have had. Yeah. So um, definitely something to take a look at when yeah. you're looking at your overall renovation budget. Right. And I think that if, if, Our listeners are curious about these sorts of things. There's no harm in looking into it. We always talk about being proactive and for, you know, even we talked about another episode for the buyers, like go ahead and get pre-approved. Don't don't wait. The day will come that you find the perfect home and you don't want to be then trying to catch up and get prepared for that moment. So, you know, if if you guys are thinking about doing these renovations, please feel free to reach out to Rhonda. She knows so many people and in, in incredible crews. They can tell you what would be the best investment for you that you could get the best return on later. Right. That's such a good point, Jane, because planning in advance, you know, don't wait until it's time to put the house on the market or don't, you know, push your dreams aside about how you live or where you live. You know, call us, have a conversation. Yeah. You know, one, one thing right now is with home prices being the way they are, so many people are sitting with tons of home equity. And right. there are so many great home equity loans available, renovation loans available that if, you know, that makes sense financially. Right. I'm not, you know proposing a lot of debt <laughs> but the fin- the finances can really make sense sometimes right. when you're reinvesting in your home at a time where you, there's a lot of equity available to do that so for the folks who who this market is benefiting them benefiting the value current value of their home and their mm-hmm. their home is currently priced at overvalue but they don't want to sell this is a time that they could look into actually getting some of that equity, that extra equity out and investing it back into the home for the future. Absolutely. That's yes. awesome. Yes. And um, the final thing I would say is um, the National Association of Realtors provides a cost versus value report. And the 2021 report is out. It um, compares the average cost for 22, I think, remodeling oh, projects wow. and the value they retained at resale in over 150 different housing markets. So if anybody's interested in getting a copy of that report, um, they can reach out. You can just <laughs> send an email to Rhonda at Ansley, um, com. That's Rhonda at Ansley, 
re.com and we're happy to send you a copy of that report. That is amazing. Rhonda, thank you so, so much. I hope for all of our listeners that this was super helpful. We love getting your questions. It really fueled this episode. So please continue to send us your questions, whether it's about buying, selling, renovations. Rhonda can help you. Um, You can not only reach out to her through her email address, which we will also have in the show notes, but you can also follow her on social media at Rhonda Heron on Instagram. Um, And you can continue sending us your questions either through email or DM us your questions on Instagram. Rhonda, is there anything else you want to leave with our listeners today? Yes. If you're a first time listener to The Real Deal with Rhonda, we encourage you to become a subscriber. Follow us at The Real Deal with Rhonda so that you don't miss an episode. Awesome. Rhonda, thank you so, so much for all of your insight. Guys, we will see you next week on The Real Deal with Rhonda. 